Hallelujah. Um, if you have your Bibles, open up to Proverbs chapter 4, because I have to go quick to get you out of here on time to get over there. So we're excited about all that and everything. That, but I do have a, a great message for us this morning to encourage us and for our dad and that. And uh, Proverbs chapter 4, Proverbs is an amazing book and uh, to read, and it really is a book of wisdom and instruction to us. And uh, so this morning as we get into this, we're just talking about wisdom from the book of Proverbs and looking at the challenges of being a father. Uh, how many know that parenting sounds like a good idea until you have kids? <laughs> and then it was cool when you had one and then you had another one. And it's like you had an alien. Amen. And then you had three and you go, why did I do that? And then you have four and I think they've caused me to lose my mind. Amen. No, but it, uh, uh, parenting is, is awesome, and being fathers is such an honor and a privilege, and, uh, but it is awesome, and, and uh, what an amazing gift that God gives us to be able to be fathers. Think about that. God gives us the ability to know what it's like to be God. That's really what it is. God gives us the ability to be like Him in relationship with people. To share his heart, his love, his protection, his provision, and his covering over people that came from you. How many know you came from God? You were created by him. And then he allows us to experience that same thing of having somebody being made out of our love and created by us. So that we could be the same type of father to them that he is to us. Amen. Father, we thank you this morning for this amazing day. We thank you for the amazing gift you give to us in the form of fathers. And Lord, today we just pray your blessing over each and every one. We know in this time, in this season, in this hour, there are so many things connected to this subject in these days. But Father, we know that you are a good father, as we just sang. So we bless you, we honor you, and we thank you for the wisdom and the grace that you provide in our lives. In Jesus' name, somebody said... Amen. Proverbs chapter 4, if you have your Bibles in verse 1, I want to read the first 13 verses, and then we'll dive into this little message this morning. We have a special gift for you today for all of our dads. Proverbs 4 verse 1 says, Hear, my children, the instruction of a father, and give attention to no understanding, for I give you good doctrine. Do not forsake my law. When I was my father's son, tender and the only one in the sight of my mother, he also taught me and said to me, Let your heart retain my words and keep my commands and live. Get wisdom and get understanding. Do not forget nor turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forsake her and she will preserve you. Love her and she will keep you. Wisdom is the principle of thing. Amen? Therefore, get wisdom. In all you're getting, get understanding. Exalt her and she will promote you. She will bring you honor when you embrace her. She will place on your head an ornament of grace, a crown of glory she will deliver to you. Hear my son and receive my saying, and the years of your life will be many. I have taught you in the way of wisdom. I have led you in right path. When you walk, your steps will not be hindered. And when you run, you will not stumble. Take firm hold of instruction and do not let go. Keep her, for she is your life. Excuse me. 
And so there, there's instruction there, but there's also a declaration that a father has a role model to fulfill. Amen? And an example to lead by. So we want to receive that this morning, but also uh, glean from these truths as we go through this. Look at the cover of your outline, if you would. As I read the book of Proverbs, I find that it is an amazing book of wisdom spoken from a father to his children and primarily to his son. You see, every father desires for his children to achieve the greatness they were created for, to aspire and to fulfill the dreams within their heart. You know, as dads, we say a lot of things, and, uh, but there are a couple things that you might never hear us say. But we just want to be on the record that Proverbs has some great things to say, but these are probably some things you will never hear us say. Go ahead, guys. I don't care how late you stay out. Stay out as late as you want. You want to borrow the new car? You want to borrow my credit card? Kids today, they really have it rough. I have no idea where we are or where we're going. I mean, when I was their age, life was easy. Super easy. Why haven't you gotten a tattoo yet? How come you don't have any piercings yet? Yep, we're lost. We are completely lost. Ooh, sports. It, it, just do whatever the mechanic says to do. Vehicle maintenance is completely overrated. Look, whatever the mechanic is asking, just pay him. Pay him whatever he wants. I wish they had soap operas at night. I like that boy. You should date him. You should date him immediately. Well, what about the creepy guy with the motorcycle? He's cute. Yeah, sure. Spring break in Tahiti sounds fun. Hey, make sure you get all your video games done before you start your homework. You don't have to pass all your classes. What? You have a project due tomorrow and you've known about it for four weeks and you haven't started yet? Sweet! Doesn't anybody want to know if we're there yet? Remember, if you need anything between midnight and 4 a.m., please come wake me up. Hey, I'm on the phone. Could you bring the baby over and let him climb all over me? Hey! Hey, can you please turn that music up? Well, we just stopped for lunch 10 minutes ago, but yeah, let's stop again. I never have trouble with my toddler. I never have trouble with my teenagers. I never have trouble with my adult children. You know, she's right. We are ruining her life. Yes, more homework to correct. All right, whining. Yay, tantrums. Mmm, vomit. We just really need to spoil these kids more. Sorry, buddy. I don't know any good jokes at all. You're 16. You pretty much know everything now. I think 18's a great age to get married. Okay, remember, make sure you turn on all the lights before you leave the house. Hey, could you leave the front door open for a couple hours? Thanks. Amen. How many know you might not hear us say some of those things? <laughs> but Proverbs is a book of wisdom written by a father for the experience of his, from the experience of his life to guard and to protect his children from the pain and the pitfalls of his own experiences. I mean, you, know, you read the book of Ecclesiastes, you find out that Solomon went out and experienced a lot of things, and then writing the book of Proverbs, he says, let me keep you from some of those things. See, deep within the heart of every father is the desire to nurture, provide for, and to protect his children. Even when we get it wrong, it's there. It's a God-given part of our nature. As we grow older, we reflect upon how we've done, and we pray that our failures and mistakes will never hinder your success. Because deep in the heart of every father, he wants his children to have the best life 
They can. To have, the, to have more than he had and to achieve greater things than he did. To have a life void of struggles and trials as he faced. To have fewer scars and fewer regrets and more success than failures in life. See, Father's Day is the day we remember the special honor that is ours as fathers. We recall and reflect on all that comes with the title and responsibility of being a father. We remember the joys and pain, the victories and the trials, the good and the bad, the mistakes and failures. And actually, the few times we got it right. We reflect on the truth that it's easier to become a father than it is to be a father. Amen. Sometimes we see children having children. That's always cool. How many know when that baby arrives? That's so exciting. How many know when it turns two? That's a whole different story. And then it gets to three. Amen. And then from there on out, it's just an uphill climb. (laughs) Amen. See, we realized we were not as ready or fully equipped and prepared for the task as we thought we were. We are thankful for those who have endured with us as we endeavor to go through the process. We've come to realize that this is not a mistake-free job. But we wish, we all wish we could do it better or would have done it better. That our past would have had less influence than our present. That our anger and frustration at times would have been more seasoned with grace. That we could have been there all the time. That we always had the right words. That our choices would not have affected your life. And that we really could live up to what's inside those cards. See, as fathers, we pray that you will learn from our mistakes and not repeat our failures or experience our pain. That you could view our life as an instructional video on what not to do so that the pain of our past will not be a part of your future. And in our society today, so much happens, so many areas and things that happen, and we're going to share in a moment. There's so many. We have such an adversary against us. But how many know God is a God of the turnaround? So watch this next clip. We're all handed down something. It's not like they started with these. They were handed down to them. And probably their daddies didn't know any better. I'm not even sure if they knew what they were doing. Maybe so. But maybe not. It's hard to tell. But my daddy says it doesn't have to stay that way. My daddy says that no matter what you've been handed down, you don't have to keep it. He says that Jesus gives you the power to replace it with something way better. Then you can hand it down to your little boy 
worry, little girl. When daddies do this, it makes us very, very happy. Just one more thing. My daddy told me that the most important message he could teach me was this. It's never too late. He says that it's never too late for anyone to have something better handed down to them. He says that the circle can be closed. And he says that it can happen today. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You can do better than that. Give the Lord a good clap off. And amen. That's the Father's heart. You see, it's our prayer for you that your hearts would be open to our wisdom gained through the experience of time, trials, and error. That our flaws would not cloud your vision of our heart towards you. That you would know that we always have have the heart of God towards you, even if it doesn't always come out in ways that can be seen. You see, we live in a world that is filled with lies, deception, temptation, distraction. It is filled with pain and marred with scars. There truly is an enemy that enjoys nothing more than seeing the family destroyed by selfish ambition and self-centered personal interests. He wants us to see only ourselves and to make every choice based upon what is best for me. His final goal is to leave us broken and rejected with a sense of failure and defeat that we could never overcome. He hates all that is good and all that is of God. He is the author and the finisher of our failure and our pain. The number one area that the enemy attacks in all of our lives is our relationship with others. He loves to sever and break relationships and isolate God's people through offense. He's the motivating force behind all division, divorce, separation, strife, abuse, and bitterness. He is always working to separate what God unites, especially the family relationships between fathers and their children. He hates families and they, as they stand for all as, as a He hates families and all they stand for as a representation of our relationship with God. You see, the results of a fatherless home are this. One in three teens live in fatherless homes. 63% of all suicides come from fatherless homes. 90% of all homeless on our streets are actually runaways. 71% of teen pregnancies come out of fatherless homes. And 85% of all youth in prison and juvenile hall are from fatherless homes. So that's why the enemy fights so hard against a relationship. And against us being able to be godly fathers. But see, there's another side to, the life, to, to life that the enemy desperately seeks to hide from us all. It is the truth about a loving father who understands us and has made a way back for us into his care. A father who has never given up on us or changed his heart towards us. Nothing we can do or ever have done will move him off of his love for us. 
And I just want to say it's always at this time and at Father's uh, Day and seasons like this that I look back. I, I know what it's like to go through broken relationships. I know what it's like to be separated from your child and to live apart, to have them be in another state and grow up in another state. I, I know all the ins and outs and the intricacies of that, all the emotions that are tied to that. But I also know the forgiveness and the restoration of God. I know that after 18 years of separation, God can restore. Amen? And uh, that's what happened with Sean and I. Some of you look at that and say, well, Sean's been, been here. We celebrated him and Dana being on staff for 20 years last October and that. But we were separated for 18 years. But then after that, we were restored. And now we've been doing life together for over 20 years. Amen? And God's a God of forgiveness and restoration. And dads, you need to hear that. And I, I tell fathers all the time when they're trying to go through things, especially in this day and age with so many broken families and home. You just need to become the man of God that God created you to be. Right. Amen. Don't try to fix your mistakes. You made the mistake. You're probably not going to be the one that's going to fix it. Amen. Let God fix you. You get whole. And let God work restoration out for you. Amen. He's the author of restoration. He can make it happen. And you be the man that they need in their life by being a man of God. Could you say amen? amen. Dallas Holm wrote this song years ago. And he said, the eyes of God are upon me. He sees everything I do. His loving arms, they surround me. He keeps me safe and secure. And he knows Where I am, every hour of every day, he knows each thought I think, he knows each word that I might say, and although there are times I've been out of his will, I've never been out of his care. Amen? See, today we could turn our hearts towards God, our Heavenly Father, allow him to heal our heart, soothe our pains, and renew our hope. He is the God who turns brokenness into wholeness, failure into victory, and sorrow into joy. You know, over the years, I've seen so many people, and because of brokenness in famine in life, and because of the attack of the enemy, the Bible tells just give no place to the enemy. And I learned many times, and uh, over the years, I've just come to realize that sometimes we expect things from people that it's just not in them to give. Because of what we saw in that handed down video is so powerful. Because things get handed down to us. We have things that were done, people were done to people, whether it was abuse, whether it's anger. And, and that gets handed down to you and gets instilled in you. And without the grace of God working in our lives to renew us and restore us, then we tend to operate in those same things. And so learning how to be walking forgiveness towards people. If you, if you have that hurt in your past, don't carry that resentment. Don't give the enemy the joy or the victory of tainting your future by the failures from somebody's past. Can you say amen? Don't allow the enemy that foothold in your life. I want you to watch this last clip because when it comes to Father's Day and the Heavenly Father's heart towards you, people say, what do you want for Father's Day? And really, there's nothing better than just having your children with you. Could you say amen? Or having your grandchildren with you. And really, all your Heavenly Father wants for Father's Day is you. Watch this last.
words you are about to experience are true. They will change your life if you let them. For they come from the very heart of God. He loves you. And He is the Father you have been looking for all your life. This is His love letter to you. My child, you may not know me, but I know everything about you. I know when you sit down and when you rise up. I am familiar with all your ways. Even the very hairs on your head are numbered. For you were made in my image. In me you live and move and have your being. For you are my offspring. I knew you even before you were conceived. I chose you when I planned creation. You were not a mistake. For all your days are written in my book. I determined the exact time of your birth and where you would live. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. I knit you together in your mother's womb and brought you forth on the day you were born. Been misrepresented by those who don't know me. I am not distant and angry, but am the complete expression of love. And it is my desire to lavish my love on you, simply because you are my child and I am your father. I offer you more than your earthly father ever could, for I am the perfect father. Every good gift that you receive comes from my hand, for I am your provider and I meet all your needs. My plan for your future has always been filled with hope, because I love you with an everlasting love. My thoughts toward you are countless as the sand on the seashore, and I rejoice over you with singing. I will never stop doing good to you, for you are my treasured possession. I desire to establish you with all my heart and all my soul, and I want to show you great and marvelous things. If you seek me with all your heart, you will find me. Delight in me and I will give you the desires of your heart, for it is I who gave you those desires. I am able to do more for you than you could possibly imagine. For I am your greatest encourager. I am also the Father who comforts you in all your troubles. When you are brokenhearted, I am close to you. As a shepherd carries a lamb, I have carried you close to my heart. One day, I will wipe away every tear from your eyes and I'll take away all the pain you have suffered on this earth. I am your Father, and I love you even as I love my Son Jesus. 
for in Jesus my love for you is revealed. He is the exact representation of my being. He came to demonstrate that I am for you, not against you, and to tell you that I am not counting your sins. Jesus died so that you and I could be reconciled. His death was the ultimate expression of my love for you. I gave up everything I love that I might gain your love. If you receive the gift of my son Jesus, you receive me. And nothing will ever separate you from my love again. Come home and I'll throw the biggest party heaven has ever seen. I have always been father and will always be father. My question is, will you be my child? Somebody ought to say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Let me end with this. What is a dad? A dad is someone who wants to catch you before you fall, but instead picks you up. I felt bad. We were with our grandkids. <laughs> Poor Ben. We were cleaning up from the beach and on the back of the tailgate of the truck. We're washing off their feet and helping them get cleaned up after being down there on the beach. And he goes to jump off, and I'm standing just a little bit away and stuff. And, and his butt got hung up on the tailgate. <laughs> he tried to jump off, just caught his butt, and then he just belly flopped right down on the ground. Amen. I pick him up. I'm hugging him, loving on him and everything. He got a little scrape. And I'm thinking, man, I, I wish I could have caught him, but the only thing I could do was pick him up and love him. Amen? So he picks you up, brushes you off, and lets you try again. He didn't try that again, but I, he will down the road. Praise the Lord. A dad is someone who wants to keep you from making mistakes, but instead lets you find your own way, even though his heart breaks in silence when you get hurt. A dad is someone who holds you when you cry, scolds you when you break the rules, shines with pride when you succeed, and has faith in you even when you fail. Amen? I want to invite all of our dads just to come and join me right up here. If you're here this morning, you're a father, come join us this morning. Amen. Now listen to me. I want to pray over all of you as men. I want to pray over all of you as men. Just bow your heads right where you're at. Father, today we understand that becoming a father is one thing and being a father is another. We understand the challenges of life and relationship, the pressures to perform, to live above comparisons. We understand the balancing act of our dreams and our desires with the duty of the responsibility of being fathers. The need to have answers when many times we aren't even sure of the question. While trying to live up to the expectations of those We've been given to lead, protect, provide for, and can seem to be a daunting task at times. But pulling it all together and placing our lives in your hands helps each one of us be the father you ordained for us to be and that you've equipped us to be. So, Father, we pray today knowing one of the most powerful forces in the universe is the power that you've given to us as fathers. You've asked us to shape lives, form lives, impact lives, and influence lives 
for this life and for eternity. Which is why today we pray for your help and your covering and for fathers everywhere. We pray for the dads that are working long hours to provide for our needs and to make our lives a little more safe and comfortable every day. May they know how much they are loved and how much their sacrifice is appreciated. Father, today we pray for dads who are now grandfathers. May you be blessed with the appreciation of a life well lived for others as you continue to love, encourage, and support those you have lived your life to provide for. May you enjoy the reward of your grandchildren and be supported by their love and be rewarded with a long nap after lunch. Today we pray for the adult children whose fathers have passed away. May you always remember them with honor and joy and experience of freedom and peace in your hearts that only your Heavenly Father can give, allowing His grace and mercy to fill every void and bring His comfort to your laws. Today we pray for those men who have grown up with absent fathers. For you, days like today do not hold the joyous memories and treasures of life that others share. May you always stand firm as you break the cycle and raise your children in a home filled with security and where trust is always present. Today we pray also for single and divorced fathers. The circumstances of brokenness and choices may have separated you from your children and made the task even harder. But may you find in Christ the grace and strength you will need to live fully engaged and unconditionally in love in the lives of your children. For they need their father and you need them. Today we also pray for the fathers of children with special needs. May your energy, strength, compassion and love and amazing grace be replenished as you minister to and give your children the special love and attention they require. May you find God's grace this day to be more than sufficient for you knowing that your heavenly reward is great. We pray for fathers today who have lost their children. One of the greatest sorrows of this life is to outlive your children on this side of eternity. May God fill the absence of their presence in your life with His genuine and abiding presence. And may you always be comforted by the hope that lies before us. Father, today we pray for your saving and sustaining grace to be upon every father. As they face every challenge that comes with life and the task of being a father, we pray for your wisdom to abide with them so that they may lead their families into peace. We pray for God's courage to be upon you so that you may find the strength you will need to stand for truth, to do the right thing at the right time, in the right place, in the right way, and for the grace and the courage to ask for forgiveness and to seek restoration when you miss the mark. We pray for God's compassion to be upon you and His mercy to guide you in times of correction and protection for your families. But most of all, we pray for your identity to be secure in Christ, knowing who you are as a man of God, so that you might be at peace in your own heart as you lead your families in the path of righteousness, as you shape them, form them, impact and influence their lives as the fathers they need you to be. Father, bless your men. Bless their families. Let your grace, your peace, your mercy, your wisdom, your strength, your compassion, and your enduring love be upon them, abide in them, and flow through them. In Jesus' name. Somebody say it.
Amen. Give the Lord a good hand this morning. Amen. Now, guys, I want you to pray this with me. Heavenly Father, today I make the choice not to be a self-made man. I need to be a man of God. I need your grace. I need your wisdom. And I need the anointing of your Spirit upon my life to be the Father you desire me to be. That my family needs me to be. And that my children hope I will be. Today, I choose to lay down a self-made life. To take up a God-made life. To be the Father you ordained me to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Give the Lord a good praise. Amen. Man, I love you. We pray God's blessing over you. Have a blessed, blessed day and an afternoon. Come join.